KBBBL Podcast. <laughs> Where the extra B is for BYOBB. Where's my elephant? <laughs> Oh my. Oh no, okay, it was me. It it was me. Yeah, you're responsible, (laughs) Dad. Welcome to KBBBL podcast, where the extra B is for BYOBB. And what's that extra B for? Uh, that today the extra B is for bring me presents because it's two weeks away from Christmas and I need to cap off shopping for my six year old. Yeah, presents is listening to our podcast. Yeah, I am your authorized host, Davinator, because this is Homer's Odyssey. And and with me, you know, a couple of real dip signs, if you ask me. Uh, our technical supervisor, El Bakio. Hey, everybody. And also our uh, supervising technician, the dog with bees in his mouth. Question, he barks, his, his He shoots bees out of his mouth. <laughs> Absolutely. I was gonna put that in. I was like, is that gonna be too long? No, that's obnoxious. I'll just I'll just be the dog with bees in his mouth. Almost as obnoxious as Jerry Simmons. Uh question, Davin. If he, if one of us is technical supervisor and the other is a uh supervising technician. technician. Yes, who's in charge of who? Like which one of us is Sherry and Terry's dad, and which one of us is Bart's dad? Oh, it's it's still me. I'm C. Montgomery. Uh, around here. Ah, okay. Oh. So you're running this yes. factory. You guys. Hey, you guys look hot. Of course we're hot. We're radioactive. <laughs> you guys are radioactive. I'm, I'm waking up. <laughs> no, sorry. I won't, I won't sing that that goofy song. But uh, I hope I'm not too radioactive. How do you feel, Francis? Uh, I am no longer radioactive. There was a... um point last week where touching me probably would have killed you i was so sick but yes i'm much better now i'm glad to hear it good to hear that is good to hear there needs to be three hosts to this podcast here um well did you guys did you guys uh byobb the beer that makes the days fly by (laughs) beer now there's a temporary solution you guys oh, bring your yeah. temporary solution? I did. I did. I brought an old an old staple, Garrison Irish Red, for when you're feeling Irish. You know, I almost picked up uh, the Garrison Red today, too, so I'm glad I didn't. We got, I got blast. something different. I got the Dirty right. Blonde, which I plugged last week, but I didn't actually have. And this is my kind of normal go-to beer, so I figured eh, I might as well plug it again. I hammed it up last time, but this time I'll just say, honestly, really nice beer. Light blonde beer, very very tasty. It's good. Buy it, folks, or check it out. Double whammy. More likely yeah. to get us a sponsorship. At a boy. Also, also, really quickly, <laughs> you said we need three hosts, but Davin, we could always, you know, cast uh, Francis instead with an inanimate carbon rod, right? Oh, yeah. I'm true. I'm definitely not a host. I'm, I'm an innocent bystander who was <laughs> dragged here against his will. Um. Don't you guys love the graphics on this box? I mean, can. Mm. <laughs> uh, I got it's an like island. Folk, it's actually a cider, Island Folk Cidery from Cape Breton. 
And normally I am not a cider drinker, but my partner left this behind and my beer was not cold yet. So I am drinking a cider instead. It's not bad. Yeah. That doesn't go with that at all. We are here to review Season 1, Episode 3 of The Simpsons, Homer's Odyssey. Not to be confused with Homer's Odyssey. Mm, quite the pun that they they had there. Oh, yeah. But before we get into the review, fellas, why don't we have ourselves a sit, a little sit down under the turnip tree. of turnip juice. What you guys been up to this week? Wake up with any new tattoos, Baker? Uh, I didn't wake up. Or, well, last the other day I did uh, further work on the back tattoo. So I guess you could say I woke up with that new tattoo. But I actually did get another tattoo today. So Is this just there what you're going to do every Friday? Like every Friday uh, you have a new tattoo? <laughs> Possibly. We will see. The the tattoo jokes just keep lining up so perfectly that I have to I have to roll with it, but uh, yeah. yeah, I got a very small axolotl tattoo. Uh, they're yeah. very cute little amphibian creatures. Yeah, we love axolotls with their external gills. Yeah, make sure you're keeping all those invoices, Alex, and send them directly to Dab. And I understand this <laughs> podcast empire is going to pay for this gag, so make sure okay. you're, make sure you're making claiming all that stuff. Super fan Sam wants to see the tattoo with color. Uh, it's not in color yet, but it is. It is uh, shaded, so I can. I guess I can briefly. I, I just want to see Alex take his shirt off. Woo! I'll just no. I'll just <laughs> like, feel the back. Is this? Uh, oh yeah. yeah, geez, that is some more work done. Yeah, so just shading. Just shading for now, but uh, we're gonna get hot, Baker. <laughs> Nuclear hot. Oh yeah, I'm radioactive, all right. Radioactively sexy. What about you, Francis? Anything new? Nothing, man. Like I said, it's getting over that cold. Mostly just working. Um, prepping for Christmas. I know I should probably have something like interesting to say since we're supposed to be entertaining people, but I don't. I'm, I'm old. My life's boring. Yeah, me no, too. That, I got nothing to say. I spent a week selling Christmas trees, but at least, you know, that's on theme. Watching Ooh, The yeah. Simpsons is the one high point of my existence. I mean, people can be yeah, lifted up uh, by comparison, really. comparing themselves to you, kind of. That well, that's it. Yeah, that's why I'm here for everybody. First appearance of Sherry and Terry. Yes, indeed, this is. Are we going to have guests on this podcast? Yes, we are. We have people chomping at the bit to be on this yeah. podcast. Inanimate Carbon Rod, folks. It's coming. Yeah. Inanimate Carbon Rod won't stop sending me emails. <laughs> I've quite frankly had enough. All right. Here's another quick little uh, segment. Introspection. This is where we talk about the intro since we get to see the changes. When they played them on CBC back in the day, they had like five that they would just keep replaying. So I like yeah. basically forgot that they did all these gags in each one. Like, And there's stuff like visuals that seem to change each time too. Like this time, uh, Lisa's running into the house with a bunch of books. And that's not normally the case. They want to establish she's uh, bookish. Yeah, but did you guys happen to catch what he was writing on the chalkboard this episode? What was he writing on the chalkboard? I will not skateboard in the halls. Classic Uh, part. Establishing part is the prankster. Indeed, indeed. And is in a skateboarding hooligan punk. 
dreams of waking up with tattoos and whatnot. And also, the gag on the coach was they broke the coach. Yes, which we will see again. Uh, season one, we talked about it last episode. They really didn't intend for the couch da- gag to be a thing so much as they kind of, I don't want to say they got lazy because eventually the couch gag, they had to get really creative coming up with them. But initially, it was sort of a way to cheat on the minutes for the episode. Uh, just an extra like 20, 30 seconds that they can cram in. Some of them get really long and extensive. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's just like thirty seconds less of jokes that we need to figure out for the episode. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> it works though. Everyone looks forward to them. Yeah, well, uh, like well it, eventually it becomes a whole thing, right? So, yeah, some of them are so elaborate. It's time for a breakdown. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> It's episode. I fucked it up, guys. I didn't do that nomina at the right time. <laughs> it's nomina. episode three, but I think I just realized. Is that why we have that sound bite? Because it's like a mental breakdown that Homer's having. Yes. Nice. Nice. Nomina. Thanks, thanks for catching up with us, Baker. Yeah. They think I'm <laughs> slow. Baker, <laughs> three episodes to get here, but you know. Uh, he, He's book smart. Baker's book smart. <laughs> Six yeah. hours from now. Baker, are you still here? Well, you really are slow. Uh, <laughs> All right. We come, so in, we come in for the episode last week. You're, next week, you're still in the lobby just hanging out. <laughs> My water dish is empty. <laughs> yeah, I, depend, I depend on you guys for survival, essentially. If anyone wonders what you happens when the lights dish. go off and the podcast ends... I'm just put back in a little hamster cage that uh, Francis and Davin keep. Yeah, like this, we have it set up like we're in different places, but Baker's actually just <laughs> in the sub level of Davin's mm-hmm. house, mm-hmm. and he can't he can't get out yeah. of that room without Davin's access. I mean, they I'm in my basement. Heads. He's in my sub sub basement, not even the basement <laughs> below this basement. Yeah. Sub sub basement. Don't forget about I don't the really bowling want to get alleys. into what's in the sub basement. Yeah. That's not really relevant to this conversation, uh, but. The sub-sub-basement has Baker in. Um, it's a very complex uh, building, clearly. Yeah, uh, you know, it's a whole compound. So we build them out here. Out here in the passage. All right. <laughs> well, this episode begins in Springfield, in front of Spring, Springfield Elementary. And Mrs. Krabappel's trying to get everyone on the bus, but Bart's too busy chatting with, chatting with Otto about the new tattoo he woke up with. Yeah, I like I like I kind of like this like rough, not refined auto appearance. Yeah, like he's like kind of yeah. him. His voice isn't quite right, and he's like yeah, the rhythm ah, of how he looks a little isn't different there. Like yeah. yeah. Well, fun fact for you guys, and I don't have I yeah. noticed last episode I was typing and it was making noise. So this time, no typing, everybody. But uh, I did, did write down Wallace Wodarski and Jay Kogan were the co-writers of this episode. Wallace uh, Wodarski, very fascinating individual. He, he's a prolific writer. He also is an actor in a lot of Wes Anderson films. Not a big really? character, but like background parts in a lot of Wes Anderson projects. <laughs> kind of interesting. But Otto modeled after him. Uh, if you look at a picture of oh, really? him, yeah, wow. he looks very similar to Otto, which you know I guess is not surprising. But really quickly, uh, Wallace Wodarski and Jay Kogan, they co-wrote uh, off the top of my head... Uh, Bart the Daredevil, you know, with the Grand Canyon jump. Ooh, they wrote the, the original Treehouse of Horror. That was them. 
So their their contributing uh, contributions to Simpsons lore is, is pretty massive. Yeah. Oh, also I've been that to make a segment out of that where you talk yeah. about the writers of each episode. That'll be next episode. I like it. Right. Uh, really yeah. quickly, they also wrote the Krusty gets framed episode, which is the introduction of your favorite character, Davin. Voiced by Mr. Kelsey Grammer. Yep. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I do love me some Sideshow Bob. Can't wait till he gets in here. All right. So eventually, um, she gets fired on the bus and he has to sit with Wendell, um, who pukes every time he's on the bus. So that's unfortunate for Bart, of course. But there are no other scenes. And Wendell. And unfortunate for Wendell. Let's be real. Yeah, poor kid. Oh, you're sitting next to Bart. If you're queasy, it's probably not ideal. I get it. That's true. Not next to Wendell. He pukes on every bus ride. Like, if he's puking every time, maybe they shouldn't be putting him on the bus. You know? I don't know. Yeah. You can't just leave the kid behind. It's like, yo, sorry, yeah. pukey. You stay your ass at the school. Yeah. Sink <laughs> or swim, pukey. <laughs> All right, not another word out of you, or I'll subject you to the humiliation of making you sing in front of the class. Can I pick the song? No. The song will be John Henry was a steel driving man. What? <laughs> <laughs> she I has that already. She's yeah. like, <laughs> like, a bad teacher, but at the same time, she's quick. And she can she's like, I've been with this again. moment. Yeah, I like classic. how Bart. I like how Bart leans right into the song, too, though, later when they, <laughs> when they have him singing, like... Yeah, yeah. used to it. threaten me with humiliation too back in my Bart Simpson days. That was a known tactic back. They don't do that anymore. It's like the Stinga. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> they, they don't let you use that no more. Uh, see, it's just classic Bart taking a punishment and finding a way to take advantage of it to showboat and just be a prankster. <laughs> yeah. Do you um, have a clip of him well, singing it, Gavin? Da 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 da! Well, they took Bart Simpson to the graveyard and they buried him in the sand. Oh yeah! And every locomotive that comes roaring by said their lies are stealing. Bart, Lord, Lord, oh, Lord, Lord! <laughs> Classic American folklore. He's got, he's got the background dubs and everything in there. <laughs> it's so good. He knows all these obscure references though. He's an interesting character in that way. Like he's not super smart or anything, but he. He, he's he knows a, pop aware, culture. Aware of the culture. Yeah. yeah. Even like old timey pop culture. Like he does like, like you know, he's it St. Swiggins Day already. Like he knows all this weird old stuff. Well, that's yeah, we'll get into that. Bart's secretly a playwright. That that reveal is excellent. <laughs> but that's way later. Weird on the street is that your co-hosts are known as baked beans and franks, says cousin Dave. <laughs> ah. I'll take it. Yeah. Uh. Oh, Bakey Beans and Frankie. I like that nickname. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. You put All the right. beans in my bindle, guys. So then, you know, Bart congratulates Wendell and smacks him on the back and makes him puke anyway. Yeah, classic visual gag. But they're, and then you know, they drive by like the whole town once. And yeah, another oh, great gag. Like, oh, it's a shortcut, Mrs. Yeah. K. It's a shortcut. Also, Otto right tells back to their yeah. starting point. Another great tattoo joke. There's so many in the early episodes. I don't know why, but Otto tells Bart, yeah. not till you're 14, little dude. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think <laughs> I don't think that's how that works, but okay. Shows Otto's not the brightest. This is yeah, his first, sure. first introduction as well. 
Oh yeah, and there was Sherry and, and Terry. They get him in trouble in the first place. I just I remember how bad they were. I used to hate them. I mean, it really is catchy. Uh, <laughs> Sherry and Terry are are kind of a lot like uh, Patty and Selma. I feel like they're a duo. Often, they're really snarky and bitchy. Just throwing that we see their father later too, which was oh, like, yeah. I was always sort of confused. They sort of had like that kind of ambiguous ethnicity. Like I think I used to think they were Asian, but like we see their father later. It's just the animation of season one, man. Everyone's got ambiguous ethnicity in season one. Yeah, it's true. We'll talk more they try a lot that. of different stuff in this episode. Lots like of ethnic variants. <laughs> there he is. Uh, oh, yeah. there's an, this one might be an unacceptable ethnic variant, though. Well, you know, I, I did. <laughs> I checked into this. So the, he was always intended to be a white character. It was just the animators uh, colored him wrong. And they decided we can't. Blame the animators, Baker. Well, you're blaming well, the animators. Granny certainly did. <laughs> but he said, listen, animators. you know, we could leave it this yeah. way since, you know, the genie's already out of the bottle. But he's such a sycophant. It's not really a good look if we have a black man who's very sycophantic, uh, you know, so they kept him white, which was the original intention for the character Smithers. He was always supposed to be a yes man. Uh, and, you know, we'll get into Mr. Burns's racial sensitivities later in the episode. <laughs> it's one of my favorite gags in this episode. And so this plant harnesses the power of the atom so that we have the energy to run everything from your favorite video game to yummy cotton candy machines. <laughs> Probably the most appealing of technologies run off nuclear power. <laughs> <laughs> cotton candy machines? Is that how that works? Yeah, but anyway, they yeah, they're there. The reactors they have at the carnival—that's how they work. In there. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about the reactors in my uh, Gliven segment later. Okay. Um, cousin Dave's so hungry he could eat at Arby's. Dave, have have, eat a, have a sandwich, man. Don't. Go that one joke ruined Arby's for a whole generation. <laughs> <laughs> I've always had around an, anymore. I've had an aversion to Arby's. Arby's just because of that one joke. You're like, what? Yeah, you hear it. You're like, is Arby's not good? Shit, I guess maybe there shouldn't be. The Simpsons not. told me it was bad, so. The power they would they Um, So they're there to take a tour. The kids are to take a tour of the plant. And getting their educational tour here from Smithers. And also a little, like, old school after school special video. Like, kind of like the one in Jurassic Park. Dinosaurs, you know. that. Yeah. It came out the same yeah, yeah. year too. I think it might yeah, have been a coincidence. Is, really? well, okay, okay. Yeah. No, no. This this is first season Simpsons. This is before Jurassic Park for sure. But that's what I'm saying. Is Jurassic Park came out later the same year? Yeah, yeah. around the same time. No, year like probably like three years after this. Roughly this around probably, the same time yeah. is, is the point. It's very like kind of synchronicity, like coincidence. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I think yeah. I can clip of that little fella. Oh, but God. what exactly is nuclear energy? I don't know. Magnets, how do they work? Yeah, Jurassic Park almost 1993, so like four years later. Uranium-235, we're going to talk about that later, too. So, now you know the whole true story of nuclear energy. Our no longer misunderstood friend. So, keep on smiling. I like the how they make story. text in. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, just like the one in Jurassic Park, like Baker's saying, there are really some similar similarities there. Oh yeah, um, I even uh, when I was reading about this episode online, a lot of people pointed that out. It's definitely a noticeable parallel. Mm-hmm. So uh, there, then you cut to Homer, and he's having some donuts. He's just like, I defy anyone to tell me a. You can tell the difference between donuts made today and donuts made yesterday. <laughs> yeah, again, just like pinning him as this like slob that like, why are you eating the day old donuts in the Even break? He's like coworkers just looking at him like, yeah, revulsion. It's like, well, yeah. <laughs> Do we yeah. see this guy again? That extra is he around again? Or is this background? Like, probably, background? Probably a background character. He may even have speaking lines. I'll dig into that later. But like, You'd I be said surprised before, I don't, don't want to type. Speaking line for sure. Um, so you know, Bart sees Homer because Homer's driving around on his little cart. Like yeah. the one this, I want one this, of those. Oh, they, oh, there's there's Homer and his buddies. They look at the guy. The guy's just like, <laughs> they want to see it like sitting on your ass eating donuts, Simpson. They take him a tour of your house. That's still framed. It looks like Homer's neck is just like, <laughs> what is happening there? Oh my goodness! Season one animation, boys. Yeah, it's true. Um, so then he's driving around on his little cart and so took at the donut and coffee though. And Bart yells to him, "Hey Homer, look up here! Look up here!" And Homer runs into a, a tube of some sort that lets out some radioactive uh, exhaust. Yeah. And and then everyone points the finger at Homer because <laughs> of course it but was Homer. Another very strange looking coworker. This guy. Oh my goodness. Oh, that guy. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know. Well, I guess he's working at a nuclear power plant, actually. He's losing his hair from that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <It explains everything. laughs> uh, I was like, this probably isn't intentional, but it's like also like adding to Homer's like idiocy again. It's like, why is he the only guy not like in PPE, like protective radioactive shit, just cruising around on his little cart, right? Listen, yeah, that's a, I think an ongoing joke, too. He never wears any PPE. Like, there's a couple times when we see him in it. In the opening shot. Think about it. In yeah. the opening uh, like credits, that's like one of the only times he's actually wearing that suit. Yeah, you never really see him lose. Yeah, you never really see him in it again. Well, you know Dan Baker. Dan would lose it. Safety Dan. No PPE <laughs> on. Maybe on he'll. I don't know if he's a big Simpsons buff. Maybe he can creep into the show someday. Maybe. But actually, no, he's not charismatic enough. Your dad is incompetent. <laughs> what does incompetent mean? It means he spends more time yakking and scarfing down donuts than doing his job. Oh, okay. I thought you were putting him down. Speaking of put downs, I'm just kidding, Dan. I love you if you're listening. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah. So donuts. Homer gets fired. Delicious. Bart sees it. Do you? Yeah. Do we have a picture of Sherry and Terry's dad in here? Do you have one queued up? So we, no, I didn't cue up a picture of them. Just because so you were they, like, they're trying lots of things, which they never try again. Like they after after Smithers, they don't do black characters with blue hair again. I don't think. Well, yeah, because you see, we're talking about you're talking about them being confused about their ethnicity, and I'm like, I could be wrong, but isn't he colored like weirdly too? Isn't he like a weird off? Yeah, he's like a black guy with kind of brownish. Hair. Yeah, like he's weird looking. Which too. is they never do again either. I don't think so. You know, tried it's... like two different things that they they just like don't do again. Yeah. I think we can just, just chalk it up to the animators. Um, trying things, I guess. Uh, yeah, like I don't want to say that they're bad, but definitely, like I think they maybe had a short, <laughs> short amount of time. I think that's actually the, the best explanation is the short amount of time 
for a lot of these episodes, the early episodes mm-hmm. coming off of the Tracy Ellman show. Where again, I think as yeah. shorts, they they didn't have to necessarily be as well done because it was they were like little whatever handful of minute throwaways to fill out a Tracy Ullman show episode. Yeah, and I mean at this early on, like I mean obviously they were going to make the whole season and everything, but they you know who knows what there's no way they could have known that the series would become what it was and like the degree of consistency that they would eventually need. You know what I mean? They're probably yeah, whatever Smithers. Oh fuck, we colored them wrong. Just leave it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think Uh, they made a good. Oh, sorry, Dad. You go. Yeah. Well, I was just going to jump back into it. Go for it. I was just going to say, I think they made a good call recoloring Skinner's back to a lighter skin tone because like, uh, even compare Smithers, Smithers in this episode to a character like Dr. Hibbert, the skin tones are like his skin tone is very strange color. Like, yeah, it's, it's black, so weird. It's weird. It's, it's not even like black, really. Like, you're like, what is he supposed to be? Like, I don't know. But, but that's what I mean. It's a mistake. It wasn't really intentional. Yeah. yeah. So it's almost you like go in with that. It's almost like a poo's skin tone. <laughs> it's like when you'd be, you'd be like drawing kids when you were a kid. I, mean, I don't know if you guys did it, but I would make my my character's black when I was a child because my family was and he accidentally picked the wrong brown. You picked that poo tan brown instead. And you're like, ah, fuck. That's the color he is. <laughs> poo tan brown. It's like a sick black person. <laughs> it's like a, it's like fucking jaundice. Like, it's like a, yeah, exactly. it's like a character in a Quentin, Quentin Tarantino movie. Oh, poo tan brown. Anyway. Um, I'm distracted. Okay, back to where we were. Cut to the next morning. Yeah, we're having really fun. Encouraging. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, tangents are what this stuff's all about, man. Um, so, so you know, Homer goes, tries to find a new job and gets lots of doors slammed on him. Uh, so he goes to Moe's and Moe answers the phone and it's Bart playing his First prank call, I believe. Yeah, the first prank call. Yet. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yep. And he says he's IP freely. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> and like the best mo one of the best mo lines right off the start is just like I hope you catch Homer's like, I hope you catch that kid one day, Mo. He's just like, ah, he's tough to catch. Keeps changing his name. Keeps changing his name. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty great. I didn't catch that. That's a that's top cool. tier Mo line. <laughs> <laughs> That's the past me. I didn't say I didn't hear that. That's funny. <laughs> he's IP but, freely one week. The next week, he's Amanda Huggins. How am I supposed to catch this kid? It's <laughs> yeah. uh, right. a lot of great. So he has, uh, he has, he's broke, so he asked Mo for a free beer. And Moe's just like, no. He's just like, what? After all these years, I think I deserve an explanation. Moe's is like, yeah, I don't think you're going to get another job and be able to pay me. And Homer's like, oh, yeah. Fair yeah. point. Consistent from the start. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Very, oh yeah, very... Moe's cutthroat. <laughs> yeah, cutthroat is yeah. a good way to put it. Oh yeah, man. He doesn't play, man. He'll... He's just like, no, but we're still friends. We we should look into like when we get into the side character stuff, because Moe's one of my friends, we should look into how many times he pulls a gun on somebody. Oh, several times. Like like pulling a shotgun up from behind a bar. Well, or t- teaching people how to dance, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cousin Dave says, "Forget about the skin color. These people only have four fingers." Yeah, well, that's, they live near a nuclear issue. power plant. Yeah, it's true. The fish have three eyes. 
Oh, well, we do see Blinky. Uh, he becomes a bigger character later on, but we see Blinky the first time in this episode. An early Simpsons yes, kind of mascot. I have Obviously. things to say about that later as well during my Gliven segment. Ooh, um, I'm curious. Well, we're getting into it. We're going to get into it. Um, so then Marge, the back home, homeless back home, Marge says she can go back to her old job because her boss said she could, which was she was at like a roller skating waitress. Mr. Burger. We have another goofy pun. This one, this yeah. one's actually the laziest of all of them so far. But hey, I'll, I'll take it because he's it's a hamburger auto. store. He's auto, isn't it? Yeah, it is auto. And Listen, he's rude gonna... too. He's like, "Yo, where are my fries?" <laughs> if you're gonna go to the trouble of mama, a character, like that. Hey, mama, <laughs> you gotta squeeze value out of that character. I um, like auto. It makes sense that he would get burgers. He's probably just smoked a big joint. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> gonna go get a tattoo. So later that night, and then you know the beer commercial we played earlier. Homer really wants a beer, so he he hits his rock bottom and he goes up and he steals Bart's piggy bank, and he smashes it open. Really dark moment for the very Simpsons. like that. But Simpsons was like that. It's so funny and it has heart, but also like realness and like. Yeah. Darkness yeah. and human well, human trials and tribulations and misery, you know? Oh, no. What have I done? I smashed open my little boy's piggy bank, and for what? A few measly cents. Not even enough to buy one beer. Or no, replace just... the piggy bank. Oh, not enough. Yeah, he, he's like, oh, wait, let me see. Like, it's suddenly like, it's it's worth it if there does turn out to be enough money for a beer there. <laughs> Uh, so can we say this yeah. is probably the lowest moment we've seen so far? For so far, yes. in, we, we should keep a tally. Really bad work things for him. Like first he didn't get his Christmas bonus, and then he's fired. So True. really pushing that's, that. That's incompetence. But this is like, come on, you're gonna. Well, the Christmas bonus had nothing to do with yeah. competence. That was just Mr. Burns being a jerk. Yeah, that was Mr. <laughs> Burns being an asshole. He definitely, he definitely messed up with the roller cart. I think that's actually oh, maybe yeah. a fireable offense, considering you know, probably yeah, considering the damage contaminated all that staff there. Likely, of course, they were wearing their PPE. It really just probably lo- lowered his lifespan. But... Uh, don't forget about that uh, guy with the weird mushy head. It's almost, it's almost like a reject, like Homer, like early, like <laughs> yeah. like animated. Look like like yo. Like, Remember in that later episode, they show this weird, weird old version of them. It looks like that. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, like the Tracy Ullman version, almost. It's a cavemanish. Um, so, so Homer writes himself a, a, a goodbye note to his family, and says he's gonna tie himself to a boulder. Okay, yeah. so can I just step Nothing in here? Like, speak, speaking yeah. of darkness, did anyone find this part like really sad? Like, I yeah, it's sad. crazy. I haven't seen yeah. this episode in particular in years and years. I forgot this whole thing happened. And it wasn't yeah. like at this point for me, it wasn't even comedy. I'm just like, this is fucking terrible. This is super sad. Yeah. He's lived. Boulder like, you thing know, was tough. Yeah. The, the comedy but... of the boulder and him dragging it aside. Yeah. It's just like, yo, I lost my job. I'm so worthless. I'm going to kill myself. It's yeah. pretty In dark. episode three of this series, it's super dark, right? Well, it shows See, you. I've noticed this with a lot of things because I'm a relatively new parent. A couple years, yeah. but 
watching things since becoming a parent, things just have hit me entirely different. And this is one like when he smashes the yeah, piggy bank, like I had to hold back the freaking tears, man. I'm like, this is a that's an insane low as a parent. And that is like, I wouldn't even want to like conceive of reaching that. But like, wow, yeah. like. It hits well, you different for sure. It's for substance abuse too. It's like he he's just killing the pain. True. Yeah, yeah. It, it shows one you. Time, oh, and I'll admit go. this. Don't fuck. One time I took fifty cents from Andre because I was fifty cents short for a laundry load, and I was like, "Am I fucking going to hell?" <laughs> like, laundry said, load. soaked laundry, Francis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's a little should've different. Should have just kept it fucking. Kept it dirty. Did you break his piggy bank to do it with like? No, he has he has a little treasure chest that he puts like change and like shiny rocks and shit in that he has. And I was like, "Fuck him, too." Uh, Okay. Well, you know, I think you're okay. You can always put it back. I buy him enough shit. He's fine. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, this shows the early intent of The Simpsons was not just to make you laugh; it was to reach the audience uh yeah it, it was a sitcom it, it it reached the audience on an emotional level and it deals with true human kind of problems like you know uh not everyone can contemplate suicide but certainly lots of people get depressed and go through you do interrupt this scene with probably possibly the funniest line in the episode where he's just like dragging his boulder by that old couple on their porch and oh, they're brutal. She's yeah. like, oh, yeah. young Simpson. Looks like young Simpson's going to kill himself. <laughs> young Simpson. And Homer yeah. refers to himself as a young man earlier. He's yeah, like, he what, 34? He's in his 30s. Yeah, he's not as old as he, he's, as he looks. Yeah, I'm almost as old yeah. as Homer. And yeah, We were super young when they had yeah. Bart, like, relatively speaking. like right Well, that's because school. that was more common back then, I think, nowadays. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, due to the economy. Really? Well, and then they razz him like, like oh, family, and that's a no. But first, yeah, the old people they razz him too. They're yeah. like, "Oh, he's gonna kill himself." Yeah. Like, "Oh, unless he's taking his pet boulder for a walk." Like, they yeah, can see what he's gonna hilarious. do, and they're just fucking making fun of him. Yeah, they're not gonna help. Mean spirited <laughs> old people, <laughs> and they're not named characters either, are they? They're just sort of background old. I feel like one of them again. I feel like one of them looks familiar. Like she might come back as an extra somewhere, as like a nursing home extra or something. Like. Uh, it looks familiar to me, but I can't say for sure. I think Jasper appears the first time in this episode as well. You notice uh, Jasper. I don't think he has a speaking role. I could be wrong about that, but I think Jasper appears. Okay. Interesting. All right. So, so you know, the home, uh, his family stops him from doing it. They say they love him and they need him. And uh, so... Then uh, Homer realizes that uh, there's no stop sign in the intersection he was about to kill himself on. And he's just like, you know, I'm not going to rest until I get a stop sign put in on this street. And then, you know, he commits his life to putting signs everywhere. It's a funny scene in the park there where there's just signs everywhere. Including a dip uh, dip sign, like you guys. Oh man, some of those signs, dude, like sign ahead. That's a pretty funny visual gag. <laughs> also, the, the, the newspapers, the, the the last one where it's just like, enough's enough, Homer, or like, come on, enough already, Homer. <laughs> What's funny about this episode, and it's something I had forgotten, that this is the origin of why Homer's the safety inspector at the plant. Because yeah, he wasn't, I, he wasn't fired yeah. as that. 
That yeah. was interesting. Yeah, I forgot about this whole like this one's yeah. way buried in like the recesses of my memory. Like I forgot Me, about all of this crap. Early, he becomes the safety guy in town, so then yeah. they want mm-hmm. him to take on the cause of nuclear waste and that kind of stuff. Yeah, but not really. They really just want him to shut down the protests. But True. yeah, yes. They, yeah. Early Simpsons. They're it's it's a little less. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't have as much resetting. It has more like establishing character roles. Uh, it, you know, the first episode we saw Santa's little helper join the family unit, which obviously doesn't change. He stays. And this, yeah, you know, Homer occasionally changed. Or, well, quite often he gets new jobs. But that's kind of his standard normal job is working yeah. as the he safety always, he inspector. He always comes back to the safety inspector, yeah. So we're seeing the origin story of that that position, which yeah, is any hilarious. Other girl, yeah, <laughs> any other job there. he gets is just like, any other job he gets at this point is just like a one episode, one off gag part of the storyline, and he'll be the safety inspector again by the end of the episode, right? Which he shouldn't be. He really, oh, really not. shouldn't be. Even he points that out to Burns. Yeah, I thought so that basically was Burns calls Homer in from his. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say this awareness he has of like his own incompetence. Like Burns offers him the job, oh, yeah. and he's like, "I'm the last guy that should be." He's like, "I actually did like, more accidents than anyone, Mister Burns." Like, yeah, and he's like, "Even a few that people don't know about." <laughs> yeah, well, we're seeing early Homer. He's he's dumb and he's a klutz. He's like negligent, but he's not completely stupid. Like he has that self awareness that like he knows he's kind of a fuck up, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Mr. Burns calls him in, offers him his job back. If he'll like lie to the people and tell them nuclear power is safe. <laughs> so, yeah, he steps out to do that and then he falls off the balcony and they catch him and they carry him away, chanting his name. Homer's the new safety hero and the new safety inspector of the plant. And that's how he got that job. Kudos also, he puts his foot down. He doesn't just say nuclear power is safe. He's like, nah, I don't want to do that. And Mr. Burns is like, ah, sure he does. Fine, I'll give you the job anyway. But get to work. Yeah. Yeah. But you'll be the yeah, safety inspector. Um, which, I mean, I guess... Yeah. But in the end, all that really serves is to save Homer face. Because he can go and be, hey, listen, I'm going to be the safety inspector. He'll fix this up, which is obviously like not capable or competent of doing. And like beyond this oh, episode, yeah. you don't see any dedication of his to continue being the safety guy. So really the only purpose it serves is for him to be able to like dispel the mob without like losing his reputation. Yeah. And for it works for Burns too, because Burns oh, doesn't yeah. have a, an actual safety inspector like on his ass. Like yeah, he has, he has he an has incompetent yeah. <laughs> carbon blob so, from uh, Sector 7G. Yeah. Just briefly, I'd like to mention uh, like point yeah. out uh nowadays like a lot of people would say that nuclear power is pretty safe it's funny to see in this early uh 90s show like there's a very cynical attitude towards nuclear power well hold on baker we're gonna get to that okay okay in in a little bit has got lots of lots of sciencey stuff today we're not allowed to talk about shit davin's got it all (laughs) yeah wait leave that to the professor eh that was our that was our episode breakdown you know what, guys? Eat my shorts. Oh, uh, I am shocked. Made me do it. You know, if we get to, um, uh, I'll have to think of a good amount of like uh, viewers per episode. But I would eat shorts. You know, if they're prepared. If right. I told you my shorts tasted like a nice roasted kale. Ew. 
Send in those soulful and doleful schmaltz by the bowlful. I love you, Dr. Zayas. So we got a lot of side characters to choose from in this one, so let's all pick a side to a character to spotlight. Francis, you go first. Um, you know what? I'm just going to comment on Wendell, because I think it's interesting. We see a lot of early incarnations of characters in these first few episodes, but Wendell, like as he is in this episode, pretty much doesn't change. Like he's, He might always be the pukey guy. He's not always a pukey guy, but the way he sounds, his demeanor... So just being He's this kind of boy like of wimpy, low constitution. Yeah, this sort of like wimpy, whatever kind of losery kid like that. He's pretty much I like that way through the whole rest yeah. of the seasons as he was today, as and opposed that's to good changing. background character. Yeah. In that synopsis I was reading, he was referred to as Wendell the White Boy. He's super pale. Yeah, that's He's the thing. Pale. I don't know if they mean by like white, like Caucasian. Maybe they just mean literally like his skin. I don't know, like, but that's what he, he was referred sick. to. Wendell the White I, Boy. Yeah, I wonder if they animated him that skin tone because his, the gag is that he's so sickly. He's so sickly. Yeah, it makes uh, sense. Could be for sure. Uh, my favorite side character introduced would have to be the uh, happy little elf animated character. Did anyone catch this? There's a happy little elf that they reskinned like yellow and they snuck in the background uh, for no, I didn't. Homer when he's addressing the mob. But uh, no, <laughs> seriously, I have to, I have to, I already mentioned my boy Wiggum, but uh, I gotta mention Wiggum again. This is his first speaking role, the introduction of Wiggum as a character. And he uh, uh, he's the one talking about Alberto. Remember, there, there's like, uh, oh, yes, we're under siege by the graffiti artist. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we yeah. get the gr another great visual gag. I forgot how many great, like, just you don't need the dialogue. It's just like the things you see are funny. Uh, the the artist's rendition of El Barto is this. Yes. Is, looks like <laughs> Snake. He looks like Snake, but he has like spiky hair. He's this really tough looking dude. But yeah, yeah and, and like a grown adult too. Like he's this grown ex-con looking kind of guy, and it's really just like Bart in yeah. real life. Yeah. Wiggum is very near and dear to my heart. I think he's a very funny character. You so know what? He's I, one of my I favorite side to... characters too. He's so good. Oh, yeah, he's good. Yeah. Oh, okay, boy. He's having an upset kitty here. Um, I guess I will go with Otto. Um he, oh, he, he, it's the first time he says Yo, Bart, dude. And he says that a million more times in this show, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. Yo, Bart, dude. Hey, Auto Man. Like, they established that relationship right He away. and Bart get along really well. There's a lot of good Bart Auto episodes. Well, and here it's like, it's it's funny, too, because it's showing that um, he, he looks up to Auto, who is not, you know, the kind of character to be looked up to. But in Bart's like estimation, he's still yeah. cool. Like he's got tattoos. He's like you know he's a rebel and that kind of thing, right? And this is what Bart sees as like a, a yeah. cool adult figure to like. Hey, what are you with. talking about, man? Now I drive the school bus. One of my favorites. Yeah. Cool. Now look at me. <laughs> uh, yeah, Bart idolizing the wrong people. We'll see more of that, of course. Now. Um, what if your family don't like bread? 
Because they like memes. With Fat Maddie. Fat Maddie. All right, let me throw throw up your meme here, there, Fat Maddie. I don't yeah, think you're that fat, dude. There's not there's don't not a lot it. in this one. Um, I just I just like this one because like I I just found it was a very funny exchange. Like I laughed. I again forgot about this part, and I laughed out loud so hard when mm-hmm. it happened. Homer's there. He's totally dejected about losing his job. He's got the five o'clock shadow going on, which is interesting because like isn't his regular thing supposed to be a beard anyway? So then they add the stubble as if like yeah. to show he has yeah. Well, they show in one episode much later that immediately after he shaves, like for a brief moment, it's yellow, yeah, and then it back. fills out. So that must be like three days without shaving, kind of. Yeah. You know? But then any, yeah, thanks, Sam. Um, but then <laughs> I will not. <laughs> you know, okay, this is. Can we talk about his report card? Well, yeah, anyway, he's totally dejected, so they just, like, totally take advantage of him to, like, just sign this. But on that note... <laughs> like he's already I mean, down I want there you, anyway, let's just throw a few kicks. I want you to pull aside a sample of the fucking, in the Sideshow Bob episode where he gets a nuclear weapon at the Air Force show, and the Air Force right. guy is there oh. describing how the Harrier jet works, and they ask if they can fly it, and he's like, of course you cannot. I, I want that clip. For you to play. Okay. He's like, it's so foolproof, even a child can fly it. And Lisa's like, yeah. can no, I you fly cannot. It? He's like, of course you cannot. <laughs> of you cannot. No, man. No, sir. This is Area American Marines, sir. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to put up with that shit in America, sir. So, Bart's report card, really quick, since you're mentioning this scene. Uh, ooh, I had it pulled up here. Uh, uh, he. Oh God, had it now. I lost it. No, well, you gotta. You can talk all you like here now, Baker. It's it's your segment. Oh well, we can look this id thing up in the dictionary. Right on, Doc. Another successful diagnosis. I think it's diagnosis kind of episode, Doctor Baker. I think it's kind of appropriate that I was meandering and struggling to find my point. You know, when you led into my segment. Uh, so Bart's <laughs> report card, I did find it. He gets an F in social studies, which I don't think is surprising. F in math. We already saw Bart's struggles with math in the last episode. D in physical education, which again, I think is a sign that Bart's not like, you know, obviously he's not physically incompetent. He just doesn't apply himself. What is a U uh, in science and reading and writing? What are U's? Does anyone catch that? You finished? Unfinished, maybe. Ah, uh, okay, fair. Uh, so the the he doesn't turn the, in his homework. The yeah, doctors. But I would, you think that would just get you an F? Like I don't know. Yeah, you think? I don't know. So really, uh, briefly, we already talked about the darkness of this episode, but I think that uh, yeah. the the theme or like the philosophy of this episode, the psychology, just has to do with uh, yeah, uh, depression, uh, thoughts of self worth. We see Homer go through a really dark gauntlet this episode. Uh, incredibly, incredibly dark to the point where it wasn't really comedic. Even, you know, I know you pointed out that the old people razzing Homer is kind of funny. But it's, it's one still, of the strengths of the show as well. It wasn't comedic, but that's a strength. It Well, it touches you. And you see, again, again, we're seeing family uh, being a big role. Uh, not just as a gag, but like that's what saves Homer's life. You know, he, he was well, one, he was driven to do it because he wanted to support his family and he felt like he couldn't. But in the end, he's reminded that he needs to keep living because uh, 
you know, his family saves him, but also, you know, the dangerous cars driving by his family gives him a new call for meaning. Yeah, so, they yeah. also might not have like uh, they might not have intended this point, but it was also like he his family saves him and he decides he's not going to kill himself because he has this new calling. And it's like it's almost just like, oh, hey, almost like this knock at like being born again because he's obsessed with it for all of like 15 minutes. And then fucking he's just back to his old shit. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Um, just in also, time for quick, the next I, episode. Um, yeah, I looked up uh, you here. I don't know if this is actually it says. Uh you, the student, is consistently performing below expected grade level expectations. A you uh, will be reported if there is growing concern for a child's performance in a given subject, skill, or grade level expectation. Surprising he got a U in writing, considering all that chalk writing he does. True. Good practice. So they used to tell me. Yeah. Um, so that's that's my psychology for the episode. You know, just the mental health. In, uh, in here, I thought you were going to draw Homer's Odyssey comparisons. <laughs> well, very briefly, we can talk about it's great yeah, pun. Let's do it. Uh, Homer yeah. goes through an odyssey. Obviously, uh, Homer, the ancient Greek uh, poet, who you know, I think modern historians are pretty well agree that he didn't actually exist, but he's a composite figure. Uh, you know, he well, wrote the odyssey. Homer was a, a word for somebody who told stories. Yeah. Uh, well, and then he wrote the Odyssey about Odysseus. That's where the name Odyssey. Sorry. really great any, book honestly um, it's worth reading so i only read part of the odyssey and it was probably like two decades ago are there any actual parallels in the storyline of this episode to the storyline of the odyssey I or is it just a clever play no. words? okay no. there's no medusa analog there's no i think or i think like... the only parallel is that homer goes through a kind of journey but it's more of like a, you know, obviously he loses his jaw. It's more of a material slash spiritual journey, whereas yeah, Odysseus not like literally cross the ocean. Yeah, no, back all no, over the no place, going to different either. islands. His crewmates get turned into pigs. Uh, there's all kinds of wild stuff that happens in the Odyssey. The there's the Telemachy in the first part, which is all about uh, Odysseus's son. Just, yeah, yeah, and it's a. It's wild ride. I'd recommend readers check it out. But definitely it's just a goofy pun in the context of this episode. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. Cool, cool. Of course you were. All right, a segment everyone's been waiting for this episode. All right, just take your seat. Just take your seat. I even wrote theme music. There, listen. Ah, oh, Frank Glavin out loud. Professor Frank, Professor Frank, make you laugh, make you think. Makes to run and make you think. Thing. Thing. <laughs> I love Professor Frank. He's another one of my favorites. He's pretty he, good. Yeah, he's a pretty good sidekick. Let's see if your wheels still exactly work. three. <laughs> no, that's what I'm going to hear to do in my gliding segment. I am going to prove that pi is exactly three. You guys ready for this? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm actually going to. We're going to talk about the gliding of nuclear power. Okay. Ooh. So, the death rate per terawatt hour which is how they measure death rates in energy sources. Energy uh, sectors, I guess, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh means every 25 years, a single person would die due to nuclear power. Is that low? Year, nobody would die. Yes, very low. It's there with... Um, so the only thing less deaths per terawatt hour is solar. And basically com comparable to nuclear is wind, mm -hmm. but in uh, uh, the next one up is hydropower. But 
Well, I'll get into that in a second. So the thing is that that 0 0.04 deaths per terawatt hour for nuclear is actually thought to be a little high because it's actually, if depending on how you look at it, because that's skewed by two events, basically, Chernobyl and Fukushima. So most totally. of that 0 0.04 is in those two events. It throws off the average, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, um, so Fukushima, it's because it's right on the Pacific Ring of Fire and there's a lot of earthquakes. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I can't remember, actually, what happened. It's been a while since I watched Chernobyl. Chernobyl, Chernobyl was human error. Yeah, it's just human error. Yeah. Not great, not terrible, but hey. Yeah. So the hydro data is also skewed, so it's quite a bit above, like a fair bit. It's like one point something above nuclear. And that's all skewed by a single event, which is the, I don't know how to say this, Ban Kiao Dam failure in China in 1975, because that killed approximately 171,000 people. Damn. That skews your data. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you can consider hydroelectric basically as safe. At least in that sense, like, they all have their was... other. This isn't the environmental concerns. This is just human casualty, you know. Yeah, that must have had so, like obviously had like civilian casualties and all kinds of shit too. There must have been some kind Jesus of broken Christ, dam or an entire city or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, yeah, well, the dam failure. So yeah, it just would have flooded. So started nuclear power started in the '60s. It was popular through the '70s, '80s, and '90s, where this show was taking place. But that's when people started to get suspicious of it because of Chernobyl. So that's where, where all the suspicion in this show is coming from, though at that time nuclear power was actually increasing. So that wasn't the common thing happening in the world. It was just like a, a, a thought, you know, in it, with the everyday people that maybe nuclear yeah. power has issues. So, the perception of the public, but not the reality of the way the world was like moving. Yep, and then then it tapered off, and then nuclear power saw a huge dip after uh, Fukushima. And now, like people are trying to get rid of it in certain countries, and other places trying to increase it. So, um, the the world leaders in nuclear power generation are Canada, China, France, the USA, and Russia, and that's most of the nuclear power in the world is in those five countries. Um, so. In 2019, just 4% of primary energy worldwide was nuclear. Um, so Springfield, the nuclear power plant that we see, is a uh, two-unit pressurized water reactor. So there are two kinds of nuclear power plants currently being used. Now there are some new ones coming in now, but basically it's just boiling water. It's just a boiling water and moving a turbine like they so explained much that in the video already davin come on i now. know <laughs> i'm just let me get to what i'm doing there baker i didn't interrupt the astrology segment i'm so hard i lost my headphones yeah. jesus <laughs> so the the one the one way is the water is just there in the reactor and it just burns right off but the the simpsons one is the pressurized reactor so it pressurizes that heated water from the Basically, so two, you're, it's, it's splitting uranium uh, ions, and then neutrons send off, and that splits more uranium ions. That generates heat, boils water, spins a turbine. That's nuclear uh, reactors. But this one, so it pressurizes that heated water so it can't evaporate, and then it sends that water into these tubes, which then heats other water, and that water evaporates. So that's, And that's why I, I could be totally wrong here, but is that why they have cooling towers, like when Lisa sang the song, like... 
by the big cooling, cooling tower because yes. it's because yeah. it's pressurizing it instead of releasing it that needs like this constant equalization doesn't it or something to that effect i was watching some documentary like fucking last year i'm probably getting the facts wrong but there was something about but but how how much power do you get from a tire fire that's what i want to know <laughs> well they had the tire yard when they're doing the field trip they drive by it it wasn't on fire it wasn't on fire yet they drive by the tire yard they're getting there classic uh background scenery is you know so getting there basically here's where blinky comes into it so basically other than the toxic waste that's left over, that you know they bury. Yeah, for, no one will find it. They just stick it in trees and stuff yeah. in Springfield, but normally it's just buried. There isn't actually uh, contaminated material to release. So, like, they have that tube that goes into the water and creates blinky and stuff, but that really shouldn't have anything in it. That's just water runoff. So that. So they're either completely mishandling their waste, which they are, of course, but even within their own plant, or they've got like leaky everything, and it's just leaking into their their wastewater because it yeah, doesn't really make sense. Because most of the uh, environmental impacts of nuclear generation is in the mining of the uranium and the enrichment so, of it, which is where the U two three five comes in that he mentions in that video. That's what they enrich uranium. So uranium has three isotopes, and the one they really want is U-235. So when you enrich uranium, you're just increasing the amount of U-235 in the uranium. And that process has like issues with you know radioactive dust and radioactive tailing ponds and that stuff that it leaves behind. <sighs> so... Wow, you got all that, all that orange yeah. juice from one basket of oranges? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That was, that that was, was the good Glavin. That was a good Glavin, Dad. That was interesting. That was. Right. That was interesting. Thanks. So I think so, we see the writers are, they don't quite yeah. understand nuclear power. Then. Or, but also, or again, Mr. Burns. Well, they do. They do. Like, yeah. a lot of the writers are corners, mathematicians they, in this show. They could be like purposely, purposely misrepresenting again. It's like purposely showing this yeah. like waste runoff, which the negative they, side of they may or may not be aware actually happens, but it's part of like the narrative and like the caricature of it that they're trying to draw, right? Yeah, and those things do happen, like from mishandled waste and stuff. But just the way they showed it, that shouldn't really happen. But like that, should, those blinky fish would more likely come from like the tailing ponds at at the at the enrichment or the mining facilities, rather than the plant itself. Should I get a blinky ladle. tattoo? No, we're getting hellfish tattoos, Baker. Uh, I can have this more. There's room on my body for more than once. Listen, he's getting a tattoo a week, so let the man have his ideas, all right? <laughs> so our our first in our first episode, we played a little game called "Who's Been Talking with Davy Tightlips," but we're not doing that tonight because tonight, tonight, we are now. Let's have even more fun. More fun with Principal Skellner. So I got a different game for you fellas today. Right now, Franny's up one game to zero. All right. You know what? Yeah, yeah. So, all right, here we go. This is about obscure characters. All right. Name. Whoever shouts it out first gets it. Who is this character? Oh shit! It's Homer's assistant. Carl. I can't remember his name. Carl to Francis. Yeah. For us, for us, for another point, either of you can chime in here. Who voiced Carl? Uh, 
I can't remember. Mm-hmm. It's very distinctive voice. voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, See, no Francis Har- is going to Har- win. Harvey, Harvey, Harvey Firestein. Harvey Firestein. <laughs> okay. Okay. Keep them okay, coming. Oh, for Francis. Who is this character? Oh, that's oh, uh, Lisa's teaching instructor, but I can't remember his name. Yeah, I can't remember. It's, ah. missed, it's, it's, some, it's a play on words, something musical, though. It, and I'm a Maybe. host on a Simpsons podcast. Pete. His name is Dewey Largo. Okay. No, that can't be correct. Dewey Largo. It's Mr. That's Largo. Name, that Dewey sounds Largo. Mr. Largo. Yeah, Dewey Largo. Wow. Who Who voices Dewey Largo? Um, no, I'm gonna know. go. I don't, I don't with, know the voice. Uh, actors, well I'm not gonna Castan- Castellanella. No, damn, Harry Shearer. Uh, Shah okay. Shearer. Okay. So, still one, one nothing, Franny. Still, uh, who is this character? Oh, uh, that's handsome uh, Pete. Handsome Pete. That is yeah. handsome Pete. Two nothing. Not a quarter. <laughs> yeah, I'm not worried about winning. I just have fun playing <laughs> these games. Yeah, yeah. You still gotta try to win, Baker. All right, who is this character? Oh, I'm trying. Oh, Guy Mr. Shrub. No, no, not Mr. Yeah. Shrub. Francis, three nothing, Francis. That is ah. Guy It's funny how my brain works because Mr. Shrub is another character where. Well, Shrub has the mustache, mustache too. Yeah. yeah, but it's Mr. Burns. All right. I like Franny's the way up. Mr. Shrub thinks. Franny's up three nothing, Baker, but there are four possible points for me. Uh, yeah, okay. All right. I'm just having who fun. Is, who is this character? Uh, Hugh Jess. Yeah, it is Hugh Jess. Yes. Three oh. one. Okay. I feel All right. okay. For another point. Gotten on the board. Who now. voiced Hugh Jess? Uh, oh, you know. Uh, I don't think it was a like a, a famous person. I think it was probably just one of the regular act voice actors. Was it Shearer again? Was it? Was three two Baker? Don't call it a comeback, Baker. Okay, I'm, I'm sweating now. I'm sweating. All right, two two points left. Who is Not this character? Oh, uh, that's Ruth. I forget her last name. I'll give that one to you, Baker. It's Ruth Powers. Powers, yep. Ruth Powers. I just right, watched that episode too, and yeah. I the Bonnie and Clyde episode, or not Bonnie and Clyde. It's um, what are they? What is that a spoof of? Where Marge and her go on the lamb? This one's gonna be a tough one. Uh, who voiced Ruth Powers? I have no idea. You can steal it, Baker, if you get this. I don't. I don't remember. I, I'm gonna have to study up on a lot of the voice actors' names and their backgrounds, but I don't know if I remember this one. It wasn't Kathy Griffin, was it? No, it was <laughs> Pamela Reed. Okay. Who, who else did she voice? She was um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's partner in oh. Kindergarten Cop. Oh, but there you go. Also. Uh, she was Leslie Nope's mother on Parks and Recreation. Oh, sh- oh, so, I know, I know yeah, you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, just yeah. forgive me, fellas. Here, I'm just firing up a quick tiebreaker. We got a three-three tie here. Um, oh no, that one didn't work. All right, talk amongst I mean, yourselves can, for a second. We can both be winners, and no, Gavin could be the loser. That'd be a fun no, twist. Okay, I do definitely like that. Because... I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> All right, rapid I, I fire. Just, I just, I just create the games. I don't play them. All right, here we go. Here's the tiebreaker. Who is this character? Oh, Leopold. 
Yeah. Leopold Francis I, take it four to three. That I was a listen, knuckle. Listen up, you knuckle freaks. Up. <laughs> Here's uh, I almost won the competition this time. Yeah, next close. next close time, time, Francis. Yeah, that, Leopold's <laughs> a great character. He is, yeah. 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 You said right. Well, here's ball, something man. we didn't do yet, he, fellas. He, we got to rate this episode. The most harmless people like Marge and Ned Flanders, too. Marge oh, Simpson. Um, uh, I rate this, uh, this is a two out of five for me again. It has Same some really here. moving emotional moments, yeah. but there's not a ton of. There are definitely some fun gags. It's funny. But we're not seeing the high highs yet, I think, of the oh. comedic side of The Simpsons. We're getting a lot yeah. of the great emotional it's, stuff, but it's we get really some really great laughs later. The show really takes it up a notch in the comedy, so a two for me. Yeah, it's still pretty sitcom-y. They're still getting the like, heartfelt edge to it, which is like great. But yeah, I mean, if we're talking favoritism and like comedy factor, there's so much more that they do as you get into this. You really can't give any of these higher than a two or a three when you think of the scheme of them. I'll, I'll give this one a two. Yeah. Okay, me too. So we agree. I mean, there's one big highlight for me, which is Moe's line about him always changing his name. I, that one always <laughs> slipped by me, and that is an amazing line. Very funny. Um, so you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, oh. Twitch. What? Yeah. I just realized my favorite gag, I think, is when Mr. Burns mm-hmm. says, they're... They're eating out of his hand. I haven't seen anyone like this since Jolson, where he's referring to yes, Al Jolson, the Al famous Jolson. blackface performer. Like it just shows how <laughs> Mr. Burns is such an antiquated. Anyway, sorry, yeah. I, had, I had to slip that in before I forgot. Yeah. Oh, uh, I meant to talk about Jolson too, actually. <laughs> I'm glad you named it. Do you have a favorite gag in this one, Francis? Since we both went for it. Oh. No, nothing off the top of my head. Um, <laughs> no I mean, the, the, phone call, like, the phone call, like the phone call is classic, but it's been said, right? <laughs> yeah, it's been done. KBBBL podcast at gmail.com. You can find the audio only version, not quite wherever you get your podcasts because we're on Anchor and it's a free service, so they send it to a few places. But I found it, my I found podcast, it on a few. you can get anywhere. But yeah, we're we're on a few, and I'm gonna have it spread to a few more. So, uh, we are a proud member of United Federation of Podcasts. Speaking of that federation, let's talk about our federation for a minute here, fellas. Um, yes, we do Star Trek shows. Good point, Francis. We do uh, over at the Command Division at Live Long Podcast. Yeah, I was just, yeah, I was just, just say good point, do, uh, Francis. Yeah, well, I only saw his his Vulcan symbol. They do the show reviews. And we do, in the Ops Division, we do Star Trek Radio Theater. And then there's uh, my Science Division that I run with an Iron Fist. Where we do things like Class L Probes in Debate 9. We get into the weeds. And, you know, Dave Puxley says things. So that's that's usually pretty deep as well. Yeah, it's always and, you know, and we have our little side branch, little cuters of Trek, where we, you know, me and Dave do things. We're doing a Treckle Trunk tomorrow. Where we uh, review Star Trek comics that are coming out currently. The Cisco is back, and uh, he goes and visits Worf this issue. It's going to be it's pretty great. Um, and and the third issue of Lower Decks three and a Trill issue, so that's fun. And also check out uh, well us of course KBBBL, but also hold up a movie podcast that me and Murphy do every second Wednesday. The next one is three Christmas movies. We're we're we'll talk about the Apartment from nineteen sixty. 
Gremlins and Tokyo Godfathers. And also check out the Graphic Histories podcast uh, with Andre Mayette, where he interviews many, many people from the comics and nerddom world and film world and that kind of stuff, too. He is also my co-host on this show, X-Rated, the X-Men Animated Review Show. Uh, we're just started season four, but we got a big interview coming up this Tuesday with the voice of Storm, Allison Seeley Smith. I'm super stoked about that because Storm is a top Very three cool. character in all literature for me, really. And all uh, literature, damn. Oh man, I love Storm. Are you kidding me? Well, I mean, I my favorite comic characters are my favorite literature characters, unless you count Star Trek. Yeah, I, I was judging. I was just saying that's impressive that she ranks that. Well, for Odysseus. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I like Storm better than Odysseus for sure. No question there. So yeah, check that hey, out on Odysseus Tuesday. That's has be to great. deal with the storm. Also check out is, our it, Odysseus uh, is real though, isn't he? He's like whether that no. shit didn't happen to him. Okay. No, he's probably not a real no. character. Yeah. yeah. They just made um, shit up. These are, yeah. like, Back in those days and called it history. Yeah. yeah, we need inspiring. They call Homer the father of history, and no, that's not Homer. That's Her- 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 Herodotus. He was real. Herodotus, Herod- the father the of history, father but also history. the father of lies. Well, he he definitely holds the tall tale. <laughs> the reason he was the father of history, though, is because he was the first guy that like at least tried not to make shit up. Like Homer was just making. <laughs> no. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So yeah, check that out. Um, check out trivial debates. Uh, I hosted the last one. I'm competing on the next one. It's about Christmas stuff. We just got the questions today. That's pretty fun. So check that out um, next Sunday. And uh, oh, yeah, no curious of Trek 2. We're doing uh, Trouble with Trivia this Sunday. So Trek with Trunk Saturday, Trouble with Trivia, hosted by Quiz Admiral Ashley, Ashley Millard. Check that out. And also check out the Hellbound podcast with Alex Blackburn and Michael Chan. And I believe that's our entire federation. Wait, did I skip the Super Mater Brothers? I hope we got to cut down. We got the Super Mater Brothers. <laughs> Check out the uh, Super Mater Brothers. They got your reality TV show reviews. Two of them are your cousins. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, that's it, fellas. All right. Any final you, words? Uh, for me, just ch- check out my Instagram if you want to see animals and stuff. Thunder Perfect Minds, underscore between each word. Have fun, everybody. Be safe. I can only leave you with the words my father gave me. Stand tall, have courage, and never give up. Never give up, everybody. KBBBL Podcast. (laughs) Where the extra B is for BYOBB. Where's my extra?